0: I mean after all japan is sugoi hey peeps okay so today i really wanted to share with you my paper on marriage now this was a prompt for class japanese culture today and so the idea was to write about how Japan traditions and ideas and values differ from America's. It could be on any topic, and so I chose marriage. So marriage between (laughs) Japanese people differing from marriage between American people. However, coming across, figuring out this paper, I realized that I really needed to do the history, too. Because history in ancient Japan is freaking awesome marriage comparing japan to america japan is an interesting country One of the values that makes Japanese so intriguing is their difference in views of marriage, love, and intimate relations in comparison to America's from an American's point of view. It seems that Japan's overall interest in love is non-existent as of today. Yet, in ancient Japan, love was a sweet and bitter escape from everyday life. Still. Even ancient Japan's ideals of love are rather bizarre to an American, perhaps even alarming. Though, the Japanese of today seem rather alarmed at an American's love life and ideals of marriages as well. However, this is rather predictable. For two cultures to be at odds with each other, yet curious about a life other than their own. For each culture, there is a history that leads them to where they are today. Notably, marriage within Japan and America were derived from different histories unique to each culture, thus creating different reasons, ceremonies, the typical life for marriage, and decisions to divorce. Four primary components to focus on surrounding marriage are, first, the reasons one might marry, second, the ceremony, which signals the beginning of the marriage and is celebrated properly, uniting the couple, third, the marriage life with husbands, wives, and children, and their roles in a family as deemed by society. Then lastly, divorce, as some marriages just come to an end. The most important aspect, perhaps more in America than Japan, is the reason one might marry another. In America, throughout history to the present, one major and encouraged reason was and is love. Emotions are more often than not supported in America, and saying, I love you, is something that is quite common. A survey done in Cool Japan says that Japanese people find this strange and uncool. Love is not the only reason that Americans will marry. Other reasons include political marriages for company ties, wealth, or trying to move higher in society. This is especially crucial for the wealthy in America. Some couples may marry simply for the government benefits, such as cheaper health care, tax deductions, green cards, and retirement opportunities. It's interesting to know that, in a way, the government can prompt marriages between people by handing out benefits for the betterment of living standards. Lastly, in American culture, and in other countries as well, a reason for marriage is the desire to have babies, or to avoid having a baby out of wedlock. This can cause many different emotions for a family, yet... It happens quite often in America, though the statistics show that the rate is falling. Some main reasons for marriage in ancient Japan revolved around pure obligation due to either one's family or for political reasons. For instance, there was a Japanese official named Fujiwara. He married his three daughters off to the imperial court in order to gain ranking. This was a success as the Fujiwara clan became the imperial family. Another such obligation relied on the eldest son to carry on the family name. This obligation comes from what is known as the IE system or family system that is unique to Japan or the continuation of the family's IE To happen the eldest son would need to marry and his wife must produce a male heir there were some cases where a male would not be born but the family needed an heir to continue the ie and one way of doing this was through adoption or another way was divorcing the current wife and marrying a wife that could produce a male in marriages there were rules as to who could marry as well. It was important and mandatory to marry within your class. Peasants, married peasants, and samurai families usually married into other samurai families. Though the classes must stay in their place, they could try to aim for wealthier positions. Government officials, like Fujiwara, may marry their daughters into higher-ranking government officials or other nobility. This rule also applied to even the emperor. Though the emperor may have concubines and love interests of anyone he desires, his wife would need to be of high birth rank. For most Japanese families, the father chose the bride or groom for their son or daughter, and the son and daughter did not have freedom to choose for themselves until the ages of 25 for the daughter and 30 for the son. Of course, this would only happen if the father doesn't find them a partner before they turn 25 or 30. Such rules for families were placed in the Meiji Civil Code In Japan, teen pregnancy is a rather rare statistic. Japan's history of teen pregnancy may have been more common in ancient times due to fewer laws regarding impregnation of certain ages. Becoming pregnant was not considered a reason for marriage, though. In ancient Japan, there were many affairs happening. Men and women would exchange elegant poems as a way of flirting with one they might fancy. The sorrow of being unable to be together with the one meant for you was considered a tragic beauty. At least, that may be what is suggested as sorrow is a beautiful thing in ancient Japan. But I digress. It was said that children do not know who a good match would be for themselves because they were too naive to know what they wanted in a marriage partner. Such understandings are still present in Japan today for some families. For these reasons, an arranged marriage has been a very popular method of finding marriage partners for Japan. Comparatively, Americans are not as fond of arranged marriages and prefer to marry for love. Though in historical settings in America, those who looked to marry someone would ask for their parents' blessings or even permission if they were too young to legally marry. The approval was needed from an American parent because it was typically the bride's parents that would pay for the wedding, and if they didn't approve of whom their daughter had selected, there would be no one to pay for it. A wedding may be one of the most expensive events in a person's life. The ceremony can dig a hole in a wallet whether one is American or Japanese. Now there are many different types of weddings in this day and age, but the closest understandings between cultures lies in the traditional weddings. The traditional American bride also holds a bouquet of flowers, and, according to some folklore, something borrowed and something blue will be on her for happiness and luck. Japanese brides will occasionally wear red for that same happiness and good fortune. Grooms of both cultures wear fancy black clothes. Americans wear their tuxedos, and Japanese wear their kimonos that each country has. For America, there is what is known by the Japanese as a white wedding. The symbolism of a white wedding comes from historical ideas in America that the woman was wearing white to show she was a virgin. Japanese traditional weddings have much of the same meaning with the bride wearing white including white makeup painted on the Japanese bride's face, and a huge white headdress. The bride is pure. Her hair may be done up in traditional Japanese hairpins as well. As the wedding ceremony progresses, both cultures pay careful attention to the processions, whether down the church aisle or through the shrine doors thus ending with the bride and groom in front of the pastor or Shinto priest. The pastor is there to unite the bride and groom, usually under the God of Christianity. In the same sense, a Shinto priest presents the couple to be wed to the shrine's deities. The actual union of the couple is the most diverse moment in each culture, as the crowd of guests watch the American couple exchange vows and rings in a promise to love and honor each other in sickness and in health, the pastor will come to the familiar phrase that nearly everyone knows, I now pronounce you husband and wife. The bride and groom will share a kiss as instructed by the pastor and thus completes the ceremony of the wedding. Though, this sort of exchange does not quite fit in the Japanese culture. Sharing vows and kissing in front of so many people would be rather embarrassing for a Japanese citizen, especially in the day of the samurai. Instead, in order to become united, the bride and groom will sip sake three times from three special sake cups called sakazuiki. In some traditional Japanese weddings, the parents of the couple will also drink from these cups. The key is in the number three as it shows strong bonds. Three sips, three cups, three couples. As to what these three cups represent, it varies from person to person some believe it represents heaven earth and humankind others believe it represents the love wisdom and happiness and some say the three cups represent three human flaws of hatred passion and ignorance the sipping of the cups and the union of the couple is done with only close friends and family as witnesses after the sips have been taken Then the groom and bride become husband and wife. Commence the celebration. The newlywed couples from both America and Japan have receptions that include guests, food, and gifts. Those left out of the ceremony in the Japanese wedding are now invited to the reception to dine on delicious food, join in some chit-chat, receive a useful gift from the bride and groom, as is their custom, and all for a small fee. Unlike an American reception, the Japanese reception has no dancing. If they wish to have more of a party and mingling, then after parties are hosted at bars and karaoke. American receptions have dancing, eating, and drinking to create a party right after the wedding ceremony. It is also customary For the maid or matron of honor and the best man to offer a toast to the bride and groom over some champagne to share their appreciation for the couple and good fortune for their future together there might be some goodie bags for the guests but this is not a required attribute gifts from the guests are mandatory and it seems rude if a guest does not bring a gift for the bride and groom If one is a guest to a Japanese reception, it's expected to just give a significant amount of money in an elaborately decorated envelope. new couple enters society. What are they going to do? The married life is nothing to sneeze at, for it is society that says what is normal. In Japan's history, There were even rules about how one needed to carry out their married life, provided in the Meiji Civil Code. This code determined what is known as the IE system in Japan. This is basically the gender roles, family system, and heredity rules. First off, for both cultures, and possibly worldly cultures, the man was the head of the household. And the woman was subordinate to him. The wife was to cook, clean, sew, and take care of the children, whether in America or Japan. They were to become the good wife and a wise mother. Though, in America, the rules of subordination were more unspoken than in Japan. In the Meiji Civil Code, it was said that the wife was to serve her husband and if she bore a son, she needed to serve her son since the eldest son was to be next in line as head of house, not the wife. As a new wife, she was also an apprentice to her mother-in-law in doing womanly things for the men of the house. In the IE system, the son was responsible for carrying on the family name. The eldest son would stay and take over the family home and name. He brought his new wife in under his name so that he could have his own son to continue the family name. Daughters and other sons of a family would marry out of the family to create and continue other family names. Daughters would marry first sons of families, and sons would marry into families that had no sons. This was what the IE system was all about. There is no such system in America. If a husband were not a part of a household, either through military draft, death, etc., then the wife would be the head of the household. Today, life is a lot easier and closer for most Japanese and American couples. And for the better, a lot more equal. The wives of each culture no longer are expected to stay at home. They, as much as men, can go out and get a career for themselves. Within the home, both genders can be considered equal to one another with equally valuable ideas and opinions. It is no longer determined who is to stay with the kids at home if such a situation were necessary. Either husband or wife can become stay-at-home parents. Yet mothers are still more likely to do so as staying at home is not a manly job, especially in the Japanese culture. Despite all these positive changes throughout the years, the marriage rate for Japan today is decreasing in critical measures. Reasons for this can be described somewhat with the acronym ABCDE. Asexual. Japanese just aren't interested in sex nowadays and a relationship is just too bothersome with their busy lives. They have careers where neither the husband nor wife could stay at home with the kids and there are too few children care services to take care of this problem. The Japanese are also demure type people. They are modest people and rather shy, so they don't show their emotions of love towards one another regularly enough to spark new relationships for marriage. With all of this and other reasons, Japan isn't seeing as many marriages as they used to, and still, some of those marriages come to an end in divorce. In this case, American women were luckier as they would usually gain custody of the children, and the court would decide the split of possessions if the couple could not come to terms on their own. Abuse, love with another, infertile, and simply being unhappy are all reasons for why a couple might bring up the question of divorce. Because of the IE system in early Japan, A husband may divorce a wife because she couldn't produce him a male heir, though the wife was not allowed to file for divorce herself. This was also the case in America, when equality for all didn't include women. In Japan, a woman who was divorced by her husband would lose her children, house, and dignity. Having no money of her own, she would be forced to live under her parents' roof again, unless she could find another husband who would take her. The method for American divorces is still in effect today. The couple will go through lawyers on both sides to fill out paperwork, and then a judge of the court will sign the papers to make the divorce legal. From there, the divorce is placed in city files for the record. Separation. The main difference in American divorces today is that now the women have every right to file the divorce herself. This is true in Japan as well. Japan has become more, much more equal in divorces as of today. What used to be a disaster and trapped the wife and left her with nothing has now become a safe and equal decree and the person blamed for instigating a divorce is not allowed to file for divorce. The courts determine what possessions go to whom as well. One law indicates that 50% of a man's company pension. Divorce is still looked down on tremendously in Japan. A divorce can affect one's employment, though women may never regain her maiden name. Though the children may go with either parent, they usually go with the wife. Is to go to the wife and children. All of these technicalities are done through divorce counselors rather than a judge. marriage is complicated whatever culture it may be within there are and have always been all these complications and rules the characteristics that create the moments of love and prosperity are derived from the individual histories of the culture from reasons people want to marry the ceremony of the wedding to their married lives and sometimes a much desired divorce. The union of two people has been the wheel of heredity. So, are you going to a marriage anytime soon? Hey! So, I guess you made it through my paper. Thanks for listening, first of all. As I was reading it, I realized I had a lot of mistakes going in there and a few things I would have reworded differently. Yeah, I'll understand my grade, whatever it comes back as. But anyway, I hope you kind of learned something about marriage in Japan. Maybe. If not, go watch a YouTube video or something. After all, Japan is sugoi!